And then it struck me as I'm driving around Santa Fe, and this, is, this has always been a, a, a thorn in my side when I, when I drive around, but everybody's growing grass. And I'm thinking, you're in the desert. What's wrong with you? And 12 years later, it doesn't change. You know, we're still, we're still, people are still insistent on growing their grass in Santa Fe. Of course, what was it, two years ago, they had the water restriction. You know, right? Um, and then you got fined if you went over the water restriction. And my my stance back then, which is still as strong today, is if you want grass, go back to Montana, go back to Wisconsin, go to Michigan, go to Texas. You know, go somewhere where you can grow grass. You move into the desert city, Albuquerque, Santa Fe, Las Vegas, Phoenix. You don't get grass. Tough. Tough. I mean, it's just tough. You don't get grass. And, wh- and don't sit there and whine and gripe and cheese about it. That, that went grass. It reminds me of home. Then go home. God. Because we live in the desert. Now, it's one thing that, that I like about uh, Phoenix is, is that they desert scape. And people accept it that way. And they're very, it's actually a very classy looking city. And I, months ago when I did the Nucci show, I was talking about the pots on I-40, and that makes the city look a bit more classy, but I'm going to stick to topic. So I'm sitting there going, okay, if I were king, you know, if I were mayor and king, what would I do to help conserve water? And um, I thought this. A, I, from what I understand, you can get uh, through the city 1,000 gallons of water for $2, which is about $0.02 cents a gallon. Well, first of all, uh, I would probably raise that ten times. That would that would that would that would, your average person would keep an eye on their you know instead of just watering their grass and flushing the toilet thirteen times, you know, uh, taking six showers a day. You're 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 gonna you're gonna be a little bit more conservationally. Uh, uh, you're gonna monitor what you do. Second of all, here's my crazy idea, and this is why I got you sitting here, Mister Stomp. Did you go see that thing stomp, by the way, the concert stomp? I've seen it. It's very good. All right, man. All right. It's cool. All right. <laughs> Anyways, this is my thought in my crazy kooky world. If I, were, if I were mayor of Albuquerque, I would freeze right now all construction on residential and, uh, and, and, and business construction where it stands. Done. No more new permits are going out the door. I don't care who you are. Um, and I would uh, put in the emergency ordinance or something along those lines that um, until 90% oh, – also, I would freeze all real estate prices and rent prices also. So nobody can jack up the real estate price and nobody can jack up the rents. And then I would put a freeze on that until 90% of vacant space in this city was occupied. Because what really ticks me off is they're building new hotels when you can't fill up the existing hotels. We got that new hotel there at uh, I-25 right there by Carabas going up. When I know the Dury Suites, which is a great hotel, is probably, you know, 80% vacant. The only time that we fill up our hotels in this town is during the Balloon Fiesta. That's it. But yet we got more and more and more and more and more hotels going up and more businesses when you've got perfectly good buildings down here, downtown, all over the city that can be utilized. And with a little, and with, with a, you can you can re-renovate them to make them look modern, but no more new permits, kids. 
And the reason you, you freeze you freeze rents, of course, and real estate prices because all of a sudden you say, hey, you got you got you got to occupy the vacant spaces. You don't want people jacking up the rents and going, okay, from three hundred dollars a month now it's nine hundred dollars a month. No, no, no. We're going to freeze it like New York did, and we're going to freeze it like Venice Beach did in California. Because I'm looking at the water situation, and, and this is why you're here. We're going to take some you know, calls here after the break and and some suggestions. See if I'm nutty about this. But we live in the desert. Now I don't have a problem with grass and parks. You know. That's like, like the, having the zoo. You know, I don't think you should have a lion in your house, but we should all be able to appreciate a lion now and then. Same thing. We should be able to appreciate the, the, the parks around town. But no more water wasting. We need to get militant about this. I know many times in the middle of the night, if I drive around town, somebody's sprinkler has popped off and they're just spewing water. I've called, you know, 242 cops and said, what do I do? Well, you got to file a, a complaint with the city. You know, if this is going to be, you know, if I, you know, should we have a, like a water Nazi running around? Well, maybe so, because we live in a freaking desert. Come on. We're sitting here like a bunch of Romans and Rome's burning down. Right. And we're sitting here running around with, with, with s'mores going, hey, there's a campfire. Let's enjoy the heat. Meanwhile, the city's burning down. Yeah, we might have enough uh, water for today and tomorrow and next year. But what about 30 years from now or 50 years from now? They're saying that Vegas will be dry within 50 years. Oh, there's the cops. <laughs> we'll talk about that to the break. Uh, 50 years. And... But but then then there, then the uh, the uh, city councilman there they're so corrupt because they're taking payments from all these developers they're saying well Vegas is nothing but money and we could always afford to buy more water I I just don't understand that reasoning and also by putting a cap on all residential and all business developments that's going to put a cap on people coming in here oh no then there's less jobs coming well tough you're living in the desert my lord. Just building like crazy out there. I don't know. We have time to take a call. Let's take a real quick call. Hey, Don, you're in the Nucci show. Am I just screaming into the wind here? Well, a little bit. I, I think the solution to the water problem is not to come up with all these laws and restrictions and zoning and, and all this stuff. I'll tell you what the big sacred cow water waster is, is those golf courses. Yeah, you know Santa Fe opened up a golf course, the, you know, the, the five-star, whatever the heck it was. You know, they opened up another golf course way out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's it's nuts, and the the problem is you look at the the amount of water that goes into those things. Here we are; they they don't serve water at, at restaurants unless you ask for it. We've all invested in low flow toilets. We've all put in xeriscaping, and you know what? That stuff is literally a drop in the bucket compared to those golf courses. And yet they are they are never mentioned about needing to to engage in the conservation movement. They're they just yeah. aren't brought up because. Guess who plays on the golf courses? All the heavyweights with all the power. Yeah. And it just drives me nuts to drive by those things. There's hardly any people on them. There's, there's tens of acres per golf course. You know, when it's time to water, those six-inch gate valves open, and that water at 100 pounds per square inch comes roaring out of there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, you know, I, I fly. I fly now, and I fly over the, the golf courses, and there's nobody on them. Let's go traffic and weather. Oh, I love golf. It's 317 once again. Helen Wheels with 770 KKOB real-time traffic. You're locked on. The Jim Villanucci Show. Scott Connor sitting in for Jim Villanucci. Phone numbers here are 243-3333-1-800-460-0770. And, of course, pound 770 on Verizon. We'll soon forget that, Mr. Stomp. Mr. Stomp is the uh, water resource manager for the city of Albuquerque. Is that correct? Yes, I am. 
And you're just sitting here shaking your head like a little bobbly head on my dashboard of my car going, Scott, you're stoned. Well, I'm not, I'm not sure I thought that, but I'm sure looking at you. <laughs> that's work for sure. me, man. Come on. Hey, I'm going to take a couple calls real quick, and, and then I'm, we're going to do a little you know, back and forth here. And, and put that finger down, sir. Put, you start with the index finger. <laughs> Andrea, you're on the Villanici Show. Scott Connor sitting in. Yeah. You know, I, I live in one of the older neighborhoods in town, the neighborhood where when they want to have a run for the zoo, uh, everyone comes running through our neighborhood. Yeah, the historical district down on 12th Street. Oh, yeah. Um, well, that's, that should be an exception, too, because it's historical. Well, you know what? I, I, I watch all these people from downtown walk through our neighborhood, and then they go back up to their northeast blighted you know, neighborhoods, and then they talk about how we need to start digging up our grass. And, I, you know, it really kind of irritates me because, one, I don't think that residential use of water accounts for a huge percentage of the city's water use. But then we get our water bills for watering our trees and our worthless grass. And then we watch all these Northeast Heights residents come running through. Wow, you're kind of elitist, aren't you? Well, you know what? I think I'm a 12th Street residential person. I live in a historic home, and I can do whatever I want. Why don't you all go run through your own neighborhood? Well, it's actually your neighborhood, kiddo. Well, obviously it is. And I think, you know what? Why don't you go put up your own Luminatias and spend and spend 300 bucks doing that? And then have all the tour buses come through your neighborhood and then be told, you know what? Don't water. Uh, yeah, hang on a second. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, keep listening. I, uh, go ahead, man. You're saying that, that she said residential use is not, you know... A big, uh, you know, a water killer. What do you think? Well, residential use, single-family residential use is 57% of our overall usage. Oh, Andreas! And multifamily, which is apartments. Slam and dunk. Stands for another 10% of our usage. So if you just talk about people's usage in homes or apartments, it's almost 70% of our usage. Wow. I guess a little egg on your face there, Lily. Let's go, Doby. Doby in Santa Fe. Go ahead, buddy. Hey, I think uh, you're you're on the right track, but I don't think we need to go that draconian. If uh, there, w- granted, we could uh, you could stop water use by destroy you know completely destroying the economy of Albuquerque and putting everybody out of work. And then hey, man, look, it's not going to be here within what twenty thirty years because there's no good. Agree, how, where agree. are we going to get the water from, Doby? Oh, I agree, there, but there are there's another way to do it. And for uh, I mean, what I would do first thing is I would mandate zero scaping for all government, and I don't mean just city. All government uh, facilities that are in the city of Albuquerque. That would be the first thing I would do. Next thing I would do is I would I would imp- instant or implement or institute uh, mandatory zero scaping on all new construction. The the problem with uh, with what you're saying is about these about the stuff that we've got that's sitting there already is if it's empty, it's not using any water because it's empty. So you nobody's got a point there. Toilets are running the water, you know. So that, so there's no reason to just uh, real estate and new new movement in, into the city is uh, a big part of what's going to keep the economy going. And I don't think anybody wants to go broke to save water, but we do need to save water. Right, because we, we're we're there, man. I mean, here's the thing: we can we can be gluttons, and we can part of my freeze on all construction and all um on business and residential is because you know. Yeah, you want to grow as a city, but you got to get real and say, "No, my pants are only too big, man. If I get, you know, my, I don't want my belly sticking over my pants. It ain't gonna look good, you know." And uh, we got to say, "How much is enough?" You have to understand Albuquerque and Santa Fe and Vegas and Phoenix. You know, you've only got enough resources. Be a glutton now, but I'm telling you, 50 years from now, you're, there's not going to be any water. And guess what's going to happen to your real estate prices and your house price? And you, you know, people got to leave. There's no water. You can't flush your toilet. Can't you know take a shower? 
Well, I don't think that's true in Albuquerque, Scott. Well, we got water's going to last forever. Well, nobody has water that's going to last forever, but our planning horizon and the water conservation and the San Juan Chama project that we're building is at least 60 years from now. And yeah, in the big picture, 60 years is nothing. Exactly. But really, my job is to take that out way out, and that's what I'm supposed to be doing. But right now, we're building the project um, that's going to help take care of the aquifer right now. And see, one of the problems that you've talked about with your moratorium is it doesn't solve the problem. It might slow down the use in the aquifer. But it doesn't solve the problem of getting off the aquifer. Now, is your, does your does you? your uh, master plan there have? Uh, <laughs> and I'm with you. You're doing a good job, I think. Well, whatever. Does your master plan have um, contingencies for the 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 uh, the boom of people coming into the Southwest? Well, I don't know, but I mean, we get another hundred thousand people in the next year. We grow a hundred thousand or fifty thousand people because Vegas is doing that. The people flooding into Vegas, which is 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 the the numbers are astronomical. From ten years ago and twenty years ago, you got literally like something like I was even saying million or two or something just massive going into Vegas every single year. Let's go some traffic and weather. Going to answer that when we come back. All right, it's three twenty-seven once again. Seven seventy KKOB's real-time traffic with Helen Wheels talking about water conservation today. Give us a call at two four three thirty three thirty three. And Scott Connor sitting in for Jim Velanucci. We'll be right back. Seven seventy, KKOB. All right, I gotta hear myself here. There we go. Can you hear yourself? Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me now? Uh-huh. Scott Connor sitting in for the big gym. Seven seventy, KKOB. Two lines are open. Two four three thirty three thirty three one eight hundred four six zero zero seven seven zero and pound seven seven zero. I'm Verizon. Pick up the phone and call me now. Let's go to Roy. Roy, what do you have to say, buddy? Hey, Scotty. Long time no talk. All right, brother. Hey, um, you've always been passionate about things you believe in, um, but uh, on this this issue, you, you're missing a few facts. You need to take Las Vegas out of the equation because 30 years ago, they sold all of their water rights to Arizona. So any water that they have, they'd have to buy. Well, okay, because Mr. Storm's shaking his head. So, okay, go on. what's another uh, one? The other thing is most golf courses now are, are starting to... Uh, irrigate with gray water um so the bottom line as as your guest has uh, alluded to is is conservation and people just not wasting water and it's not just water it's any resource that we have used uh, prudently right i mean I, I i you know i prime the pump with my ideas and then people like yourselves roy a little more you know that, that was a that was an intelligent phone call mr storm wasn't it it was great he was a little off on that one fact with Vegas, but uh, so you're taking duty water and putting it on the golf courses, right? We're doing it right now, and uh, we got plans to do more. Taking the duty water. We're using reused water for the golf courses, uh, Roy Deloso Golf Course and other golf courses in the I, valley. And why the can't we just side. play golf in the sand? I don't know. Let's go to Pam. I normally do. There you go. Pam, you're on the Nucci Show. Scott Connor sitting in. Hi, Scott. Hello. Uh, Good show, good show. I have t- about four things to say. The first one is that woman downtown on 12th Street. Yeah, the, the snob, she, yeah. Yeah, who does she think she is? Uh, we pay taxes for her uh, sidewalks, her streets, even if we live in the Northeast Heights. You know, we lived in the Valley one time, but now we live in the Heights. Big deal. Anyway, the second thing is 
The rent is out in Albuquerque is outrageous, and this growth in downtown. All they're doing is building bars and lofts and lofts. Albuquerque High, Gold Street, uh, uh, Silver Street, Knob Hill. Yeah, the old bank. Yeah. Yeah, you can't even get into the damn things for under two hundred thousand. Yeah, that's and, that's and just the rent, crazy. The rent in the low, you know, in the historical part, uh, off Twelfth or off of I forty, uh, excuse me, I twenty five East. I mean, or West. You're paying like six hundred dollars for a dump. I think the landlords. And I think the city encouraging those people that they want downtown to live. Right. I live downtown too. If I could get a loft or a townhouse for under two hundred thousand dollars, she's absolutely right. I was crazy. I priced one out. It's like two hundred fifty thousand dollars for a one room with a kitchen and, and it slept above the the, the bathroom. Uh, Jim, Nate, and Chris, you guys keep holding. Scott Connor sitting there for Nucci traffic and weather. All right, it's three thirty-seven. Here's Helen Wills with seven seventy KKOB real time traffic. Show. Fat people use more water than skinny people? I don't think so. We're sitting here talking about weight. <laughs> well, you know, guys who need to lose weight. We're like, the fat people use more water? Should we put a fat tax on water? No, I'm just trying to be funny. Now I'm going to hate me all again. Scott Connor sitting in for the Nucci, 243-3333, and, and what is it, Mr. Stomp? Pound! 770 on Verizon. Let's go to a call real quick. Let's go to Jim. Hey, Jim, you're on the Nucci Show. Thank you. Thanks for taking my call. The question to Mr. Strom. Uh, several years ago, uh, Mayor Chavez uh, put the big pressure on everybody to conserve water, and uh, lo and behold, we did. We cut down on a usage, I don't remember what, 19% or something like that, and we got all kinds of congratulations and thank yous and everything else, and then turned around and raised our rates because uh, we saved too much water. Uh, uh, are we as we continue to save, or are our rates going to continue to go up? That's first question. Second question was, got a, a real ad on my uh, water bill this month for the San Juan project, and I thought uh, when when they first started touting uh, what a great thing that was going to be, that uh, that was already paid for from a number of years uh, uh, through some added on feature to our water uh, bills. All right, I'm gonna, well, can you can you address that? Sure. On with respect to water conservation, the numbers actually about 33% um, at the end of last year in terms of re- total reduction over 10 years and we're about 3% lower than this year. So the conservation program has been probably the most successful conservation program at least that I'm aware of in the United States. Which so is good. It's great. But we got more people moving into the area. We do. You got more people using water. And water costs, my friends. You're living in a desert. We don't. How much? How much rainfall do we get in the average? Eight year? or nine inches a year. And how much does that actually make the aquifer? Uh, very little of it. Like a thirty-two. Thirty-two. Most of the water hits the ground, runs to the river, and runs and goes south to Texas. So, so replenishing the aquifer pretty much is a is a nil. No, the river does a great job of replenishing the aquifer, but when it comes down and it travels down to the river at 25 miles an hour on its way to the river, you do get some benefit when it's in the river, but then it's gone past Albuquerque and it's not recharging our aquifer. You know, in Phoenix, Phoenix uses, uh, have you ever been, have you been to Phoenix and seen this ridiculous, they got the uh, housing developments there that actually have canals so people can have boats in Phoenix, in a desert. 
Well, and and I've seen you know I I lived in Phoenix way back in the in the late eighties and it was nothing like that and then they got a little full of themselves and they just keep using and using and using and now if you know uh, I have relatives who live between Phoenix and they live between Phoenix and Tucson you know they're the snowbirds and they bought a lot out there seven years ago there's nobody out there now it's just all nothing but housing. And they're all sucking water out of the Colorado. Now, we suck ours out from what we were talking before the break, uh, during the break, is that uh, we get out of the San Juan and the Rio Grande. So, real quick, are the rates expected to rise, though, again, the, the more we they say? They should, that in my the, opinion, but go ahead. Well, that was the gentleman's with, question. With respect to the rates, um, the rate increases that have been that he's talking about over the years are exactly what he spoke about secondly, which was the San Juan Chama project. The San Juan Chama water, that we did sign a contract in the 60s, and we've been paying for the water. What we haven't been paying for is to build the infrastructure to use the water. So those seven rate increases that happened over the last seven years, which he's saying were a result of the conservation program, had nothing to do with the conservation program. It was all about getting the money needed to build the San Juan Chama project. All right, Nathan and Greg and Carl, you guys keep holding 243-3333. Let's do some traffic and weather. All right, the time is 347. Once again, Helen Wheels with the traffic. Partly cloudy skies and 81 degrees in Albuquerque, Santa Fe. Partly cloudy and 78 degrees. Whoa. Anyway, listen up, Lobo fans. Make sure you turn into, uh, tune into Fuddruckers Fan Zone tonight because in the second hour, there's going to be a big announcement regarding Lobo basketball and 770 KKOB's coverage of Lobo basketball. So make sure you turn in, tune in to the second hour of the Fuddrucker Fan Zone tonight. We'll be right back with more Scott Connor. Send in for Jim Villanucci. You're listening to the only talk radio icons that matter are right here. And you are listening to one right now. Catch the Scott Connor Show Saturday afternoons at 5 on 770 KKOB. Hey, we're back. Connor sitting in for Nucci, 770 KKOB. I've got uh, John Stomp. Stomp! Nothing. You know, you're much funnier off the air. You're like, I'm on the air. i got to be real serious now. All right, man. Hate to see your dating life. Oh, you're married. Oops. <laughs> you're going to beat me up afterwards, aren't you? All right, we'll sell tickets. Hey, let's go to Nathan. Hey, Nathan, you're on the Nucci Show. Scott Connor sitting in. Thanks. Oh, man. Nathan, call back from my landline, brother. We'd love to have you. Let's go to Greg. Greg, you're on the Nucci Show. Scott Connor sitting in 770. Hey, Scott. Um, it's my experience that when uh, water base and underneath the soil is being depleted, the depth at which you have to pump water up changes since that doesn't change in albuquerque and hasn't changed what does that say for the water that's underneath the ground that we're pumping out good question i don't understand what he just asked can you explain it to me well our wells in albuquerque are drilled um, thousands of feet deep and our screen intervals where we're actually taking water from the aquifers a thousand feet or so so while the aquifer may lower our pumps are situated at an area as the aquifer lowered we're still able to pump and what he's saying is true is and it really is the problem in the southwest and in Albuquerque especially is when you're pumping from the aquifer, it begins to lower. Right. And in Albuquerque, we're going to get to a point at which we lower and the land is going to begin to sink above it. But we haven't seen that yet, which is part of our conservation wait, program. Wait, 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 wait. You said the ground's going to sink? Yes. It's called land surface subsidence. It's where all that material that's sitting and being structurally supported by the water and the dirt, you take away the water... And it isn't supported anymore, and the land begins to sink. We had a big sinkhole over there. Remember that one down on Fourth and down there by the Hispano Chamber of Commerce? Yeah, that was a sewer line. But okay, that was okay. So it wasn't like a like a like a like a 
No, it was a big sewer line. But okay. what, what we're talking hole. we're talking about widespread land surface subsidence. And, and the problem with it is, is not that it places sink. It, the problem is, is it doesn't sink uniformly. So your house in the front drops two inches, and the house in the back drops an inch, and then you got huge problems. But we're trying to avoid that, obviously. But there are areas in the southwest, um, Tucson, California, and other places where they've pumped the aquifer so much that the land's sinking. Yeah, okay, let's go to Joe, and then after that, I want to talk about California and, and us. Joe, you're on the Nucci Show. Scott Connor sitting in 770. Good afternoon, Scott. Hey, buddy. I got a question. Why can't we go to the Ar- concrete in Arroyas, take the concrete bottom out, dig down about 20 feet on them, and fill the whole thing in with uh, fist-sized rock and let, let it sink into the uh, aquifer through that? Check that nonsense out. How's that sound? That's, I, I like that idea. Well, the as I said before, those those concrete channels that you're talking about are sloped because they move the water as fast as it can from the upper areas down to the river. So digging out and putting rocks in, that'll get water into that upper layer of the soil. But if you don't have a constant source of water, then it'll just sit there and evaporate. Okay. So it doesn't really do that. Now, if you had a if that was flowing all the time, over time it would push down. But like in the Northeast Heights, say at Eubank. Uh, the aquifer is 400 feet below the surface, so that water that would come in from the rain would have to be there a long time to get it down 400 feet. All right, let's take one more call real quick. Hey, Ed, you got 30 seconds, buddy. What do you have to say? Okay, yeah, I just have a quick question. Um, where is Rio Rancho and Sandoval getting their water from? Is it from our aquifer? Yeah, those guys are pigs out there. The answer is yes. They're, they're pumping from the same aquifer that we are. That's um, what I'm talking about, freeze. All, I'm cutting you off, but now you got me all ranted up. You need to freeze all construction. These guys are sucking this out of here like a, I don't know, like a big person with a, a big shake. I don't know. I'm just all mad. Let's go traffic and weather. Yes, yes. <laughs> let's, let's please do that. Please, thank you. It's 357.